And that's why I don't like Puerto Ricans. Wow. Uh, yeah, this is uh, episode 29 of the Burning Bridges podcast. Um, with me today is uh, just me and Kenny. Yo, what's up everybody? It's Ricky and Kenny. There's no Joel here. No Joel. Joel is home doing uh, magic tricks on his back porch. All right, let's, let's rant about Joel. What do you what do you like about Joel and what do you not like about Joel? <laughs> <laughs> He's never gonna listen to this. <laughs> Let's go, bro. What I like about Joel is uh, the pretty. I feel like if uh, Joel can get in my pants without his looks, I feel like he's a pretty smooth talker. I feel yeah. like I feel like he could talk his way out of uh, out of a ticket if he tried. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I like about Joel? I like I like his full head of hair. His full head of hair, bro. Yeah, bro. That's what we. we it like. is thin. We a both. Bit, though. Um, not as. It's like old white man. Be, thin. Yeah, like but where everything's still there, but it's just like thinner. He's our age though, and he he's got a hairline. That's true. I mean, you have a hairline. I have a hairline, but it's like. It's like it's like a mannequin. You're you're balding different than I'm balding. It's like a mannequin though, with like like the shirt on. Yeah. Like on the front, it looks dope. It mm-hmm. Looks okay. But then in the back, you see all it's the like, pins and the clips like, and shit okay, to make yeah. it look. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's terrible. I'm balding. I always tell people that I have this uh, really short mullet. Like it's real. <laughs> <laughs> like it's real bald and short up top. But um, in the back, it's real fucking long. Um, or I, I tell people um, I have a Mean Gene Okerlund hairline. You know who Mean Gene <laughs> Okerlund is? <laughs> That's my hairline. Bro, um, my, my hairline is either super Puerto Rican mm-hmm. or it's just super white or curly. You have weird hair. You have weird, right? you have weird facial hair, too? Yeah. Like, it, it comes in, like, you have this, like, really thin, like, Fu Manchu... <laughs> Like, like mustache, like it goes down pretty good. Like me, like I can shave tonight. I can shave my face, fucking pussy bald, mm-hmm. right the fuck now. And uh, by the time I go to bed, I have like a cat tongue consistency on my Damn, face. Really? Yeah, it goes yeah. back that quick. Yeah, and then um, how thick it is now? Mm-hmm. How thick it is on the um, the burning bridges fucking yeah. logo that we use? That'd take two weeks, three weeks maybe. Two weeks to get to that point. Yeah. See, I were I started growing my beard out May of 2018, and it took me to get to, I guess your point. Okay. Probably in like seven months. Took seven months. Took to grow seven your months beard? of like just. What's the what's the what's the okay we 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 can talk about beards because uh I grew mine out. To the point that uh, people were asking if I was like Jewish <laughs> or Muslim. Um, my shit was like down to my nipples mm. at one point. Damn. Yeah, my beard was pretty, pretty, pretty good. I could probably scroll on my Instagram very fucking far down because I, I remember taking a before and after picture of like what I had to do to shave my head bald, mm. and I'd have to like put all my beard in a ponytail, and then. Um, don't fuck up the sideburns here. Right. 
I had to like line it up with my ear on both sides. My shit was always crooked. Like the line? Yeah. It was always like Yeah. Like this like the, the, <laughs> no, the left mean. line would be fucking straight. Yeah. Right above the, the you know where the ear starts. And yeah. then the, the right one I'll I'll catch it like in the mirror after I'm done shaving. It's like a centimeter fucking it's, higher. You, it's like, so oh, noticeable. Yeah. Oh it is. Close. Like cause that's how I did it when I was sh- when I used to shave clean. I would get my mm-hmm. sideburns at the bottom. And I would do the same fucking thing. I would just clip it off. Uh-huh. Like, okay. The same, the same thing uh, with my, uh, <laughs> same thing with my eyebrows. I'll trim the eyebrows up a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I get the good monobrow. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, the fucking the Wawa bird right across <laughs> my fucking face. And uh, yeah, I'll you know kind of chop the middle down a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of do the tops. I used to do the little line. Remember the little line uh, that little, on the uh, outside of the eyebrow here? Yeah, like I killed somebody. Is that what that meant? I don't think that's what that meant. No, that's the teardrop. That's the fucking, right. Yeah, that's the. I wasn't sure if they were like yeah. multiples. Um, I did it because my dad used to do that. He used to put it. Oh, my dad okay. used to put two lines in his eyebrow, to my knowledge. Um, yeah. What? But yeah, what don't you like about Joel? What don't I like about? Joel? Or no, you didn't say what what you did like about Joel. Oh yeah, I think I started on that. Um, so I like how Joel is super carefree, and okay. like he puts in that perspective of like. Cause I'm always super worried about something, right? Like I got, I always feel like I got too much going on, and Joel's like, "Let's go do something." <laughs> it's just like, yeah, let's go do something. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's definitely the. Um, he's one of the friends that I would say, like, if something bad happened, mm-hmm. um, I'd say he's one of the guy friends that I have that I would uh, hug. Right. I think he'd, he'd give me, like, a good man hug. For, for me, being as big as I am, I think Joel would be the one to get his arms around yeah. my big ass and, like, I don't think I'd be tell like, me it's okay. I don't think I'd be able to do it. It'd be like... I, you would hug me around my waist. And exactly. Like, <laughs> it'd be like Cindy hugging me at my biggest. Okay. Because <laughs> Cindy back you, you touch my feel hands it, Yeah, now. you could feel her, her fingers touching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what don't I like about? Oh, what don't you like? I don't. I don't like his uh, stupid fucking look on his face, <laughs> and uh, like you know that like I don't know what to talk about. Look, <laughs> I fucking hate it. I'm like just talk, bro. Just fucking. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, what else don't I like? I don't like uh, him not being here every two weeks. I think we're gonna fight the next time he's not here. Alright, we gotta sanction it. Huh? Sanction. Sanction fight. I don't know. I think Joel you ever see uh um um what the fuck's that Michael Sarah movie called? When he's like fighting the boyfriends. Oh, uh Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. You ever see at the end of the, you watch the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, remember at the end when he like walks out with the other version of himself? Mm-hmm. That's what Joe would probably do to me. He'd like talk his way out of the fight. Come on, man! Like, come and the next thing was, you know, you're doing something. Yeah, and then we're yeah, at, like we're something. at Denny's or fucking IHOP or something, fucking chilling, talking it out. Yeah, let's, let's go smoke a bowl, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm about it. Let's go. You know, and then I, I I'd apologize to him for not being here. Like you know what, dude? I'm sorry. I yeah, over, right. I overreacted. <laughs> No, no, it's good. Like, it's all good. Oh, you want some more orange juice? 
Yeah, it's all good. I love Joel. Yeah. He's home. He, uh, I guess he told you he, he, he knew he wasn't going to be here today. And I, I found out through you, and I was kind of bummed out. I'm always bummed out when Joel's not here. Yeah. I mean, I'm bummed out when you're not here either, mm-hmm. or when you're not recording either, but That's fine. all is well. Um, he usually yeah. makes up for it. Yeah. He'll come here next week. With next week's lines. episode 30, he'll have like 100 wings made up. Yep. Yep. He'll have 100 wings with his own <laughs> hot sauce flavor Yeah. that he made from other flavors. <laughs> and then he'll, he'll eat like half of it. And you're sitting here struggling. I'm like 10. I'm like 25 in, rubbing my belly like, uh. He's like, I'll, I'll fuck some wings up, bro. You know, these aren't even that spicy. These aren't that spicy. I could have made these oh definitely a lot more spicy. Dang. So yeah, last night was, uh, you had a good time last night. I did. Um, you want to talk about DMX? You want to talk about DMX? Let me shout out DMX. We'll shout out to DMX. I wish I had the sound effect thing. I'd play a couple barks for him. Yeah. Arf. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to get your dog Yo, down here. Someone knock on my front door mm-hmm. and they get my dog barking. That's true. And then we can just sue. Um, or I could just walk upstairs. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, DMX uh, overdosed, went into a coma. Died from COVID. And what Kenny said, die from COVID, rest in peace okay. to my man DMX. He, uh, his music filled my, uh, my house in the late 90s, early 2000s. I was living on Mill Street, Laurel Street, had to wake up, and uh, I had, I'll start my day off in the 90s, early 2000s. We had to get up, mm. mom was playing either Jaheem or <laughs> Yolanda Adams. Or, um, Yolanda Adams, yeah, bro. Do we have the same mother? Mary, Mary J. Blige, yeah, bro. <laughs> and and we'd have to get up and fucking clean the weed, clean the house. My mom would get all the credit, like, you know, how you go outside and grill the meat, mm. but Cindy's out there making the sides, yep. doing all that shit. We were upstairs making the sides, and you're the one grilling the meat, right? You get all the credit. My mom got all the credit, but uh, we cleaned the entire house after my mom's music was done. My stepdad would get up at like one in the afternoon. <laughs> Ain't did a damn thing. Wasn't working. Fucking nothing, bro. Just selling bud on the side. Damn. Yeah. And uh, sit on the porch and drink. A friend or two would come over and he'd be fucking blasting DMX. And uh, couldn't turn it down. Couldn't skip songs, couldn't, uh, that's what I was telling you earlier, we mm-hmm. had this, we had this whole stereo system, it was literally stolen from Rent-A-Center, like, my mom went there and fucking got it from Rent-A-Center, paid the fucking whatever the down payment was, and then the dude from Rent-A-Center, Rent-A-Center started hitting on my mom, uh-huh. and she was talking about, um, getting him in trouble and suing the company and this and that, and they fucking, they pretty much paid for the whole thing, I was like, you know what, it's okay, never mind. Wait, yeah. they stopped. What? They stopped knocking on the door for That's payments. Wow. Yeah, they stopped knocking on the door. But we had the equalizer and the twenty-five disc CD changer, the tape player that play A and B side without mm-hmm. pulling the tape out and shit. The speakers were probably fucking what three, four feet tall. Massive, just yeah. massive. And just fucking sat on the porch, drank beer, and. uh 
we had to go get off the porch, go go in the backyard and play. Mm-hmm. And we're in the backyard. I've been eating long enough now. Stop being greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say like DMX was the first like real like he was one of those. He was the first one that I met. Like the first rap artist, I was like, yo, this motherfucker got me hype. It kind of got me into metal. He was pretty. He was, you know what he, I mean? he was an aggressive rapper. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was actually a poet. Right, which, that's where I was about to go to. Yeah, next. bro. And uh, yeah, he was pretty much a poet. He was a, yeah, he was a poet. But like what he spoke about, like a lot of people didn't speak about. In the in, I, the, I, uh, I feel like a lot of people spoke about it, but they wasn't about it. Like they didn't fucking like. A lot of rappers in the nineties. What and who you thought they it were? It wasn't reflective in their music yeah. at the time. That's what I mean. Like, like uh, I'll I'll say Tupac for example. That motherfucker was in like he was like a ballerina. Mm. He wasn't this fucking like thug motherfucker that like every you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Since yeah. since I brought up Tupac, I'll, I'll I'll go on this little rant too that I have. Oh, this geez. this man was from, to my knowledge, he's from Baltimore. Tupac. Tupac. Right. From Baltimore. Um, somehow, he got connected to the West Coast and became like a West Coast rapper. And it bothers me when they bring up the whole West Coast, East Coast thing. Mm-hmm. That Tupac claims California. And this motherfucker's an East Coast person to begin with. Right. Um, now, my, I, I could be wrong. I'm usually wrong. But, uh, yeah, back to DMX, or that, that topic. Um, yeah, there was, I, I didn't enjoy the guy, um, outside of music. I, I, I told Pat the other night, I was getting my hair cut, DMX is in the same category to me, person-wise, with Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. And I know you're making a face right now, in your head, but outside of music, he was a real, like... Fucked up individual, I guess you can say. And I gave, I think I told, I might have told you and Joel on House Party the other night. Um, I'd have to find this interview on YouTube, but they pretty much had this like intervention. It was like that VH1. With DMX there. And how many kids that man had? Like 14 kids? Something like that? Something. He had had an outrageous amount of kids. And uh, he didn't know like... This one, like, litter of kids that he had, pretty much. And the dude pretty much told him, like, you can either fix yourself, you can go to rehab, you can be in these kids' lives, or you can go, or this never happened, and you can go about your business. Mm-hmm. You can pick drugs and say, fuck these kids. Mm-hmm. DMX looked that man in the face and said, I don't know these motherfuckers. And... How do I know? He was pretty much like, drugs are going to be that for me. Right. These kids ain't going to be here for me. How do I know these are my kids? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think he was denying that they were his kids, but he uh, was like, you know, it's not fair to them. They don't know who I am. They don't, uh, all that. Like, he was going that route. And that that fucked with me. And that was probably, fuck, 10 years ago, I think, when I seen that. It was that VH1 show. 
It might have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he, I know what you talking about. Out it was sad the, as hell. Yeah, and he walked out on that interview, and I was like, he's a weak motherfucker, man. And I, I was, I'm a fan of his still. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, fucking the whole R. Kelly situation. He has a fucked up situation, but uh, that man can make some fire in the studio, bro. <sighs> Yeah. And then they show shit like him on stage, like if you're 18, <laughs> get your passport. <laughs> Are you yeah. gonna come to <laughs> the plane with Rob to America? Yeah. And the backup dancer's like America, <laughs> America. <laughs> oh man, I <laughs> said if you're 18, wait, yeah. And then p- uh, held up a fucking. Then he had like a sign or like an ID or something. <laughs> he had, like a <laughs> big old. ass fucking like billboard or a fucking like remember, yes. cardboard thing that said like eight. You can probably look it up. You can probably yeah, play yeah. it. Like it's yeah. not like it wasn't like it was a song. Right. It was an improvised thing. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's find it and play it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, DMX was. Uh, I wouldn't say he was a top five of mine. He was definitely in like the top fucking ten, top twenty, mm. uh, rapper of all time to me. But uh, oh, did you find it? Mm. All right, go ahead. So this is R. Kelly recruiting in Ethiopia. In Ethiopia. In Ethiopia. I got it. Do you have your passport? Uh. Did you get your shots, girl? Would you oh, like to shot. come back with Rob to America? That's a good COVID song too. I don't know how we got this fucking song out of DMX dying, but I'm with it. <laughs> there was one backup singer that joined in on this shit. <laughs> so good. <laughs> ah, shit. I'm trying to see those signs. There's signs at. I know. I know somebody's on stage with like a big ass thing. Yeah, that's my shit. But uh, same as R. Kelly, DMX. Um, R. Kelly's in my top fucking ten R&B artists of all time. DMX is uh, definitely uh, top ten, top twenty. He was definitely, he was definitely a uh, a pillar in nineties. Two thousands music, not just rap. Hip-hop. Oh yeah, like just in pop culture, like just in general. I used to get bullied to his music, bro. Right. <laughs> Be on the bus. That Rough Riders anthem, bro. Like that was like, the hell is this? Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was with all the the Rough Riders. All I can think of is uh, Eve. Was definitely a part of that. Um, who the fuck else was over there with all those? Who's the, what's fucking uh, dude's name that's married to Alicia Keys? Oh, uh, uh, Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats. Drag on, Swiss Drag Beats. On. MC Jin. JD Kiss? Yeah, they're all from the same. I don't know if he was like down like the whole locks or anything, right. but. Yeah. It just says JD Kiss. Don't see like Sheik Yeah, Gooch, as, as all. Yeah. JD Kiss, Styles P, Sheik Gooch. Oh, uh, yeah, there's Sheik Gooch. I click on that. See if there's a, a list of names here. 
Founder. Max is the founder. Yeah, Eve, the locks. Oh, yeah, the locks. people, yeah. Damn. I think that was a solid fucking... It's pretty solid, yo. Because that was... Rough Riders was big, but, like, what else was big around that time? Cash Money Records. Oh, yeah, Cash Money, No Limit. No Limit. Master P. That was when Snoop was with No Limit. Yeah, that's... Wasn't that fucking weird? It is weird. Snoop Dogg was... Down south. Yeah, like he went from West Coast to just West Coast fucking down like south. a crip walking fucking Snoop Dogg to fucking uh sweet crawfish tea. and yeah. sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I definitely, 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 definitely wanna make there's another shirt idea. Mm-hmm. But those no limit fucking album covers with the crazy ass fonts and shit. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the golden white, yep. real fucking obnoxious up top. They were real, like they were and even like, iced out. Yeah, and then like, somebody in like a goofy ass car, yeah, <laughs> with some tanks on the side of it, on both sides. Like it was definitely the little a, ass uh, rims. Yeah, they made those motherfuckers on PowerPoint or <laughs> something, bro. That's all clip art. Those clip art fucking uh, album covers. That shit's probably on a floppy disk somewhere. We need to make um, Burning Bridges equivalent. No limit T-shirts. Okay. About that. Remember back when, like, no Joel, a Joel shirt. No Joel shirt. No Joel. No Joel. I'm about that. Or no Joel this week. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be the name of the the episode. No, no, <laughs> no Joel. Because I know when he sees it, he's gonna be like these motherfuckers are talking about me. Let me write that down. No Joel. Um, should we n- number this? What, what number is this for No Joel? Uh, 29. No, no, no. What number oh. episode is this where Joel's not here? Mm. I'd say about three or four. I'd have, I'd have to look back. I'll figure it out and I'll put the the number behind it. I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, DMX. That's DMX. That's yeah. DMX. Rest yeah. peace. Rest peace. You got was that your uh was that your song of choice for a fighter's anthem? Yeah, I think so. It was just like I thought that was the, was the that was that, his uh I put that into like a metal term. That was his uh weight and bleed from Slipknot. Like it was like well overplayed. Mm-hmm. He was probably tired of that goddamn song. Still fire as fuck. Still fire as fuck. Right, yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was way overplayed. That man came out with two albums in the same year. Yeah. They both came out in 99. And he sold, and they both went platinum, I think. Probably. Oh, Jesus. I had it on tape. I had his Dark and Hell is Hot on tape. Damn. On cassette tape. Yep. Got my ass beat to DMX. Um, They put on a theme song for you? Oh, yeah. There's there's probably a couple songs I can... uh, I could listen to and my ass to fucking like tighten up. Start, not not in a gay way. Start flinching up a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's DMX. Though, that's man. DMX, bro. But Rest uh, in peace. See you rest later. in peace. Um, fuck Joel. <laughs> for not fucking. God damn it, yo. <laughs> now. Let me explain, I guess, why I'm a little uh, uh, upset with one of our best friends is, do you want to, I guess I'll, 
I'll explain the intro and I'll let you take it from there. Okay. Um, we have this uh, little, what do they call it? Text group or a fucking uh, chat. group chat? Yeah. Yeah, that's the term. We have this group chat and uh, Joe's like, hey, what's going on? What are, y'all, what are you guys doing? When are you free? I'm trying to uh, drop a tab and, and go to space. And we're like, oh, shit, let's all go to fucking space together. And then I can't do it. I mean, I'm all, I'm usually pretty busy during the week. So we're all trying to like find the same day that we can do it and Chapel not have day. nothing to do the day after, pretty much. Yep. And Joe's like, I'm free Tuesday. Kenny's like, I'm free Tuesday. And I'm like, I got to work. And, you know, I'm not free Tuesday. I got to work the next day. And we got to record. And Joe's like, let's do it Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like, it's a, I, I sound real butthurt about it. <laughs> but like, I, was, I was fine. Like, y'all two go have fun. We'll talk about it on Wednesday, bro. <laughs> So y'all, I, y'all were sitting there texting, when are you going to pick me up? I'm, I'm going to be over this time. We're going to go there, here, Got and do back. this. And yeah. See, yeah. I was and actually going to text him separately, because I know you're just sitting there like... I'm sitting there reading these texts like, you motherfucker. I feel man. like you're about to crumple I'm sitting here up. cleaning my yard and shit, just fucking like doing dad stuff. And, and I didn't want to bother you guys, because I knew you guys were together. And I, what I was... My, my first idea I had was... I was going to uh, text you guys weird pictures of me with, like, my face all distorted and shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was going to see if I could, like, try to fuck with you guys. And you go, oh, my God. Fucking look at Ricky, bro. <laughs> Just to, like, fuck with you guys. But I'd, I was letting y'all do y'all thing. Um, you can you can take I, I, I said my side of the situation, oh, okay. I guess. I guess you can. Uh, so, yeah, we uh, basically coordinate the, um, to drop a tab. Now, mind you, this is my first time doing any trip. Like, any psychedelics, mm-hmm. anything. So, you know, I've really been trying to, like, prepare myself for this. And I know that I wanted to do it. So, Joel hit us up, and, and we scheduled it for Tuesday. We went to my dad's house, open backyard, all that stuff. So, we essentially dropped a tab and a half. It was me, Joel, and my brother. We drop, uh, me and Joel drop a tab and a half of uh, LSD. My brother drops two tabs and eats two grams of mushrooms at yeah, six o'clock. Bro, he's probably still fucking sitting there with cat eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, so so Nick is basically going to drop us off and go to his own plant." Sounds good. So so yeah, you picked up Joel, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, and you guys went over there together. Mm-hmm. Um. How did, uh, what was I going to say after that? How did, um, was he, like, prepping you for it? Because he knew, like, this is definitely not Joel's fucking first time. No. But, uh, see, and this is why he needs to be here to fucking talk about it. <laughs> because this man was like, like, you two created content for an episode. And we're only getting half the story. And that bothers me. I know. And that bothers probably at least one person listening to this right now. And I hope they hate Joel as much as I do right now. (laughs) I really do. See. (laughs) 
But this could be for people who this is like a first. This is someone's first time, first hand experience. Yeah. So it's, it's true. like it's true. And I'm, I guess I'm, I'm more happier that we got your story out of this. Than yeah, because I mean that was Joel. I guess that was the whole point, right? Yeah. So get to my dad's house and drop a tab at six. Now around six forty five, six fifty ish. That's about the time when you should start to feel the onset of the tabs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Joel, he is now he knows what to expect. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm anticipating things. Like I'm over here going, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. So I'm not like fully appreciating what I'm seeing. See, I when I was um I had to be about sixteen and this is when I was like fuck you mom, I'm gonna go do what I want <laughs> type stage. Like I yeah. was uh, skipping school. I was in Millville at the time. Mm-hmm. Went to go into school, smoking weed every day. Um, got caught up with a, a chick. Um, we went to some dude's house. I, I might have told you and Joel this. We yeah. went to some dude's house named Rocco. <laughs> Ever heard the story? No, I don't no? know. No? Okay, so we went some dude named Rocco. He had a stripper girlfriend. And uh, my man's got um, ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Right, never done anything else in my life, mm-hmm. and they're all they're grown, like they're adults. We're hanging out with adults, and we go over there to pretty much party. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to be about sixteen, seventeen years old, and they give us all um, one pill, and I can't remember what was on the pill. I want to say it was either. Harry Potter, like a HP, mm-hmm. Harry Potter symbol thing, or um, a Mitsubishi logo. It was one or the other. Those are the two pictures that I have in my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ended up taking it, and I had n- no idea what the fuck was about to happen. Um, I, I do remember drinking, because um, the, the stripper chick was like, Teaching us how to like, she was like, "Oh, I pour shots at my job," and they had Everclear, light that shit on fire, oh, smacking the top and drinking it, or what? So it y'all just doing theatrics. Yeah. So all I remember was I did the same thing you just said. Like, is this it? Is this it? Mm-hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, it's getting hot in here, and I fucking all I remember was them playing Cotton Eye Joe. And it felt like it took, it was playing all goddamn night. <laughs> and I remember string lights on the floor underneath their couch. Uh-huh. And dude just fucking like grave dancing the Cotton Eye Joe. High on fucking ecstasy. Just cyber goth and that shit. Yeah, this cyber goth and fucking Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe. And I'm on this couch sucking this chick's titty damn near. Sweat my ass off. Mm-hmm. Just feel like I wanted to get up and dance, but I, I couldn't get up and fucking dance. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's ecstasy? Yeah, I was just kind of—I got sweaty, <laughs> horny, and I wanted to dance for some reason. And Cotton Eye Joe was like four hours long, bro. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I—I I, I swore I told you guys that story before. Man, I don't. I, yeah, I don't remember. I probably could have. I'm trying to remember what year it was. Uh, what year? Like what year did the Lightning go to the Stanley Cup? I remember watching. I know that's a weird question. It's a that's hockey question. Frame of reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
those are, that's how I remember shit. Whatever was on TV and what music was playing on the radio. Yeah, I was associating the dude Rocco with Rocco's Modern Life. Were you? And I was like, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> um, this will tell you the year. Uh, that definitely wasn't 2020. Oh four. Oh four. Yep. Yeah. It was oh four. Yep. Um, so yeah, I was what? About sixteen. About yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home the next day. My mom was like, Where the fuck were you at? And I I'm just as honest with my mom as I am with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, we sit over some stripper's house and <laughs> drinking Everclear and I took ecstasy and my mom was fucking livid bro like she wanted to kill me <laughs> it was to the point that like my mom used to like when my mom and my stepdad wanted to hit us and they couldn't they'd bite their bottom lip and just turn around <clears throat> yeah my, I see my mom bite her lip and fucking pick her hand up and I'm like my bad like <laughs> I'll leave I guess <laughs> I left Jesus yeah <laughs> but uh so um so yeah we basically drop a tab and a half Nick drops two tabs and two grams of mushrooms yeah, he's nice. so typically um I think per gram it usually takes about a half hour 40 minutes for it to kick in he just chewed them up and yeah he just swallowed them yeah, he just swallowed them mushrooms so, are fucking disgusting bro they, these they, were not bad like it tasted like uh the sunflower Not mine. Shells. Yeah. Like, Joel was surprised. I was surprised. Mine tastes like fucking dog shit. And I'm sitting there, and I'm chewing them, and I'm trying to drink water down with them, and I'm dry heaving. Like, <clears throat> I'm trying not to taste it. I'm trying to chew them up real quick and drink water. Yeah, yeah. Chew them up real quick and drink water. Yeah. And, and at the second that my, like, tongue activated, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I pinched my... Because, like, I anticipated that, right? Because I was yeah. looking up, like, what do shrooms taste like? They taste like shit. They taste you like know? cow shit. And I was yeah. like, all right. So, <laughs> I pinched my nose, pop them all in there, and mm-hmm. just start, right? So, so I'm about 45 minutes, 50 minutes in, mm-hmm. right? Joel's starting to feel it. I'm, I have that anticipation. I now, did, to, did Joel... Tell you like, oh, I can feel him, so I know you definitely. Feel yes, him. Okay. he was. He was like, look, he's looking at, me. he's trying to see if I'm feeling it as well. Like that drunk smile. Yeah, like, like, like yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm yeah. like, no, right now. But like, I'm feeling <laughs> that body high come on. Okay. So around seven thirty, like, I'm starting to see subtle things, like visually, like mm-hmm. I see the walls start to. It, it looks like they're, it's breathing. The walls are breathing. It, like, like if you were to look at someone's chest and you mm-hmm. see them breathing, that's what the wall was looking like. All right. So I'm like, you know, I'm seeing a little bit, but like, I'm not, like, I'm not, I, I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel what I'm perceiving. I was, I, I'm not feeling what I expect to feel. Okay. So I'm not really appreciating the moment. So we pop shrooms at seven thirty. Me and Joel pop one gram a piece. Nick drops another three. Oh, um, you you only did one gram mm. of that. Okay, uh, I guess you can. A gram's not like 
Like they they say to take like the if you want the full fucking effect, mm-hmm. you take the full eighth of mushrooms, and you're fucking you're listening to a Primus album and there's no music playing out loud. Yeah. Like fucking the shit is smack your ass. Listen, I took when I did I did mushrooms a few times and the the last time I did it I took two grams, and um, I was definitely fucking. It definitely kicked within within an hour. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it fucked with my peripherals. Mm-hmm. It didn't fuck with my, like, what I was looking at directly, but everything, everything around, everything around it felt like, uh, I wouldn't say a kaleidoscope. I feel like that's a little too strong of a term. It's uh, like they were alive in their own right. I for would, me. I have posters on my wall. My TV's in the corner of the room. So the, when I, I could feel it. I felt the posters moving towards the TV, mm-hmm. like this, and then I'd look at the posters, and all my posters were smacked back yes. to the fucking wall. Yep, like they wasn't just fucking moving, like they were sneaking, and I mm-hmm. and I tried to catch them moving. Like I was waiting to turn around and go, I got you, bitch. Yep, yep. <laughs> and they're like, Ah, shit, God damn it, I gotta go got back me. to the wall. Ah, you yeah. got me. That's what that's <laughs> what mushrooms did to me. So, so. Around between seven thirty eight o'clock, I started feeling actually both effects. So I'm feeling the body high from the shrooms and the mm-hmm. LSD. I'm getting like more vivid visuals, like the kaleidoscope mm-hmm. effect. Like when you look at the stars, holy shit. You can see like different stars popping in and out, like mm-hmm. that kaleidoscope effect. That was wild. Um, but I think, so around eight o'clock, <laughs> I remember going up from my dad's basement, going up to the patio, cause me and Joel were going to go outside and explore everything. Mm-hmm. My parents had just went in the house, so the fire is still going. So we actually sit down and look at the fire and Joel is fascinated by this fire. <laughs> like, I mean, he's like, do you see this? And I was like, I see the fire? But I also see this bush in my peripheral to my left, and it looks like a woman running from the street That's great. <laughs> to join us. And I was like, and then I look over to try and catch her, mm-hmm. and it's the bush. I was like, ah, oh, shit. So, so me and him are just like taking everything in, and, I, and the one thing that I got from this whole experience was just this overwhelming feeling of just nothingness. Just And it wasn't like... It was like I felt nothing, but I felt everything mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, I felt like it sounds cliche, but I felt one with everything around me. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, my God. this I know what this feels like. Like, I know what... I realized... On mushrooms, that everything in my house is not fucking needed. Yes. I looked around and went, What the fuck is all this shit in my room for? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And like we were talking earlier about it, you said everything was like uh, sharper to look at. Yeah, dude. Everything was, was yeah. I, I, I do enjoy that with um, like hallucinogenics. That um, everything you look at, 
like like this guitar here, for instance, mm. you would sit here and literally just admire the shape of the guitar. Yes. Like <laughs> and you would admire it. Oh uh, like, yeah. If you were to walk downstairs, right? If I were to walk downstairs and I see my guitar, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta put that up. Mm-hmm. But when I was on the psychedelics, I would have been like, damn, I should really start playing guitar again. And then I'll pick it up. I'm like, yo, guitar is awesome. Yeah, uh, colors were vivid. Mm-hmm. Everything was sharper. And everything to me was uh, fucking hilarious. Dude, dumb shit was fucking hilarious. She and my, uh, my girlfriend took a fuck ton less than I did. And she's sitting here bugging the fuck out with every emotion in her body coming out. And I'm sitting there cracking the fuck up because I took a fuck ton more than her and she was bugging. And I'm like, you are fine. You need to worry about me right now. But I, uh, I definitely felt overstimulated. I don't know if you had that feeling. Well, you guys wasn't really like, you wasn't watching TV or none of that bullshit. Nah, not, not too much. And if we had the TV on, but we weren't really paying attention to it. We mm-hmm. were just like either having a conversation or just in our own little experience, mm-hmm. right? But when me and Joel were outside, I, I remember telling you, we were like laughing at the, the wildest shit. And we were so excited by I. Just the goofiest ideas. I would I would laugh at my girlfriend sighing in bed. Really? She'd sit there, she's like, Whew. <laughs> like you're fucking going through it, bro. <laughs> she, she's like, I'm trying to stay on, I'm trying to stay. She's like, oh. But I remember just <laughs> I remember us so like my dad's house, he has this glass window. That could see that we have this wraparound driveway. He has this glass window. And you can see him in his recliner watching TV. Okay. Now, where the fire pit is, we have to walk um, past that window to get from the fire pit to the backyard. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's probably seen us walk past his window going on adventures. At least ten times last night. And and Pops knew that you guys were out there Pops knew having fun. He's like, let me know how it is. He's like, Oh yeah, I I remember those days. (laughs) Yes. He's like, Shrooms (laughs) shrooms are better. But LSD will give you a good trip. I was like, okay. So so he's like, so I remember Joel, one of the times we go back into my uh, dad's backyard, we're both walking side by side, and then like two seconds later I look back. He's like sitting there as if he's framing a picture, like oh, the old the old director. Yeah, like the like the, the, L, the two L's, and you make a frame yeah. and you look through it. And he's doing that with my dad in the recliner through this clear door. Mm-hmm. He's like, Ken. And I was like, What? You know what we should do? I was like, What? He said, We should take a picture of your dad in the recliner and kind of silhouette it. And I was like, yo, and then we can make that the logo Good. for the barbecue and uh, the yeah. dad barbecue. Yeah, we, uh, that's right. We need to talk about that. Um, we, did, we didn't pick a, an actual date yet, but mm-hmm. we're, we're definitely looking at um, end of May, beginning of June. And it would, it would pretty much be our uh, one year anniversary of everything that's going on with us. 
um, all the stories that we've told within the mm-hmm. past year, all the shit, like everything that we've learned, the t-shirts that we've sold, uh, the people that we've met. It's pretty much just a, a celebration, I guess, of uh, the nothingness that uh, this has come into. Right, the nothingness. That's I want to get everyone that uh, we've had on the podcast, I want them to make an appearance. We're going to record that day. We're going to do like a live show with all our friends there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a barbecue. We're going to... Um, Hopefully everyone comes in a t-shirt. It's going to look like a weird like biker rally. <laughs> everyone comes showing up with like black shirts on and shit. Um, yeah, but we're, we're also trying to think of other shit. And we, we thought of this... We were still recording at your dad's house. Mm-hmm. We thought of having a dad-themed barbecue. Yeah. Since we're all in our 30s now. And uh, we were going to... I thought of like a, a lawnmower show... Mm-hmm. Um, Some type a of chili, a chili cook off, oh. <laughs> chili <laughs> cook off, bro. <laughs> um, you know all this weird dad shit. We're all gonna dress in like our nicest khaki oh, yeah. shorts and a dad um, pageant. A dad pageant. That's what we yeah. called it. Bro, the, the nicest, the nicest Nike um, Air Monarchs. It's gonna be Monarchs versus the New Balances. Monarchs versus Team New Monarch, Team New Balance. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What's the name of those New Balance sneakers? We gotta find. I don't them. know. Probably like zero thirty five or some shit. Some like weird that. number. Some, yeah, number some that like airplane cool. name or some shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, New Balance four five five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's definitely gonna happen. We just haven't. Um, there's no name for it. There's no no thought put into it except the the idea that we're gonna have a barbecue. Oh, Joel wants to do wings. Mm. We we that's what we need to do. We need to get Joel to make the hottest wings that he can fucking make, and we'll get everybody to just like eat as many as they can until they fucking can't do it no more. I guess. So we'll do something weird. We'll do something with hot wings. Okay. I definitely wouldn't mind uh, everyone showing up to either you can contribute to shit for us. You can, anybody can fucking, I guess, bring food mm. or drinks or all that bullshit. It's definitely going to be like a good, like, bonfire, circle around the fire yeah, nice type situation. Campfire. Yeah. Right. Um, you can bring, everyone can bring their acoustic guitars with them. And we all just play our own songs. I'm down with that. I, I've always had this dream of having a party where everybody at the party is that guy with the acoustic guitar. <laughs> There's something about that that's funny as fuck to me. Like some weird like Eric Andre sketch. <laughs> and then there's one dude who's not. He's the, the, well, yeah, he, yeah he's the guy that didn't bring his acoustic guitar. Everybody's like, Ugh. look at this asshole. And then he starts playing a song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. It's like, hey, you know that song Hitler marches to? Yeah. Some wild shit. Um... So yeah, we have, we have, a, I'm fucking full of ideas. I know you two are as well. Mm. Um, yeah, we gotta get some shit moving, man. We gotta get, we've been talking about this camping trip. We're going on 30 episodes. That camping trip was talked about in like episode five. We gotta set a date. Six or something. And what's funny is uh, uh, Josh, Lore and Juan and all them that are in that little circle of friends that we made up. Um, they keep asking us about it and we're not doing nothing about it. So we need to figure that out too. Yeah. 
Because we could definitely record we gotta, when we go out camping as well. We got it. The, I think the best way is just set a date and then plan up to that. Everyone's got to fucking throw in, too, because it, it probably won't be pricey. Um, also, I don't want to get a cabin. Mm. I think that's corny. I want to see everybody out there fucking struggling in the woods, bro. What is with this fascination of you watching, watching people struggle? People just have, like, the worst experience. My dick gets hard watching people struggle. Yeah, when I'm at work and it's a windy day uh-huh. and there's this little Asian lady or this little Indian lady trying to open up the door and she's struggling with everything in her life and I'm on the other side of the room and I can't help her because COVID. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that corner cracking the fuck up, bro. Like, she's literally holding on to the handle where her leg's in the air. <laughs> Dude. And then she comes in like fucking Kramer, <laughs> fucking all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I heard, I, I heard like three things. I think one was the wings, and you were like, everybody's gotta eat as much as they want. And I was like, why? <laughs> and you yeah. were like, <laughs> I don't know what it is, dude. I get this weird like chuckle when I hear when I see people. Um, I wouldn't say hurt themselves. Like, um... Just struggle. I do enjoy a good kid falling off a swing set. Mm-hmm. A kid, like... Like, you see, like, the one confident kid jump off the swing and lands on his feet and he runs. And then that kid that's like, all right, I got I got enough fucking... I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna do it. And he jumps and just falls on his face. <laughs> Funny shit in the world. Because I was that kid. Right. That's probably what it was. Maybe that's what it is. That's probably what it is. I told you that, like, me fucking doing the flip off of the... The, the tic-tac-toe thing. Mm-hmm. That was me. Like that, All the kids were fucking doing backflips off the top of the tic-tac-toe thing at the park. And I'm like, I can do that. And me being a dickhead I am, I'm like, all right, let's go. My, my white ass is a front flip. <laughs> lands on my back and my soul comes out of my body. Like like out of my mouth, like the fucking... Remember that ghost, that Gotenks ghost? Yeah. Just... <laughs> Yeah, it's because it's gone. And I'm sitting there hovering over my body. Yeah, um, barbecue. We're definitely doing a barbecue at my house. So uh, there'll be more details yes. coming soon, I guess. Um, the people that aren't around this area, uh, we definitely are going to do some type of live situation where you can uh, see everyone that's been on the show. Um, I'm going to try and get Josh Lore out there. Mm-hmm. Try and get Pep out there. Try to get Adam out there. Um, Cindy's made a couple uh, appearances on some episodes. Um, who else has been on here? Brandon, Sarah, Brandon Moore. Sarah. Yeah, Brandon Moore. Um, um, who else? We'll have to look. But uh, yeah, Christian, Christian, and and his boy Tyler, Tyler coming out probably. Nick, uh, we'll get Nick out there. Yeah, dude, that's we we'll have like thirty people out there. That's yeah, a, that's a, that's a gay old time. That's a fucking. Uh, let's name it like uh, fucking a sausage fest. Okay. We'll do an annual sausage fest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Eat some brats. Just <laughs> with our hands. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be dope. I, I'm probably going to make like some type of like Facebook event or some shit and just try to like bring some control to the, mm-hmm. uh, some order to the chaos. But, uh, chaos. Yeah. We so have yeah, barbecue is gonna be dope. We have to figure out a date. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I know your anniversary is at the end of May. Nope. 
No. Mm-hmm. Her uh, her birthday's beginning of June. Her birthday's the beginning oh, yeah. of June. Oh man, what's at the end of May? Wasn't somebody complaining about the end of May? Like May. I have to double check. May twenty eighth, I think, or something. I can't remember what the date. I was. I think it's the day, not necessarily the date. The mm-hmm. day it falls on, like a Thursday or Friday, or something like. Um, you know what I mean? That's the thing too. Uh, I would preferably want to do it on a um, either a Friday or a Saturday. Just because I know everybody's trying to turn up on a Friday or a Saturday. Right. Um, we can also skip recording that week, that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to, like, fucking have, like, a, a pep rally that Wednesday before. Um, technically, if me and you say yeah to that, um, it's all Joel's, right. Joel's not right. here to vote anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> If you say no, I say yeah. We'll just have to flip a fucking coin, I guess. Because <laughs> there's only two of us here. He's so Damn salty it. about this. Imagine going like, all right, we have we have a show. This is a weekly show, right? We're musicians, right? Mm. Our drummer don't show the fuck up. <laughs> now, it's just a, now it's just a fucking MTV Unplugged show. And we got to figure out the fuck we're doing. Just, we just, God damn it, Joel. I love Joel so much. <laughs> I, I tell you what, guys. All right, can I get back to my trip? Yeah, go ahead. Jesus. So, mad titties, like spirit titties right in my face. Like, spirit titties? Right in the backyard. I was like, ooh, this tastes like happiness. So you said and spirit taste- titties? No, no, no. But that's a way to segue into this. So, okay. I remember him, uh, I remember on the way back one time, or one of the times we went into the backyard, I'm really, like, tripping. Like, everything... Like you were saying, everything was sharper. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm watching my backyard through like an 8K TV. Now I know our eyes have better resolution than that, but that's what I was seeing. Okay. That sharpness, like you were saying. Yeah, like when when you go to the store, you're like, oh, this TV's definitely better than this Exa- one. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, could yeah. definitely tell. Yeah. And um, so we were going back there, and I remember at one point, like I remember thinking. Now, at this point, I'm feeling one with everything. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just doing things. Like, I'm not feeling anything. It felt like I stripped all my emotions, any stress or anxiety just left. And, like, I felt like I could sample those emotions at, at will, mm-hmm. which was wild in and of itself because I remember walking back and I felt myself about to have a bad trip. Like I oh, felt, really? I felt things getting taller around me. Mm-hmm. I saw Joel's face started like changing, but at that point, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm about to have a bad trip." And then I asked myself this question: "What are you afraid of?" Mm-hmm. And it went away. That's funny. like nothing. Like I felt. Dude, nothing. there wasn't. There was when I when I um, when the first time I did mushrooms. Um, I had no anger or anything bad in my heart. Yeah. And, um, there was no sexual desire in my body. Yes. But I wanted to hug everything at the same time. Like, (laughs) I was so, like, I was so appreciative of the moment. Like, I was just like, yo, this is, because I remember going into this, like, 
wanting some type of spiritual experience. And that was kind of my spiritual experience, which was like being in the moment, mm-hmm. not worrying about what's happening tomorrow, mm-hmm. not thinking back on what happened to me back in the day or, you know, some weird depression, depressive mood. I was just living in the moment and it was the most peaceful thing I ever experienced in my life. And it was so profound. And we go back and forth, back and forth, and we finally go downstairs. And I think we were out there for like a good hour and a half. So like I started actually tripping more down in the basement. And I grabbed No, what where 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 were you at when, when it peaked? Like was there a peak? Uh, yes, it was, um... Like, I want to know, as soon as you were at the tippy top of this, and then you, like, you would slowly feel it okay. going down. So, at the tippy top, I was definitely still outside. Okay. And that's when... Ah, man. Like, now I understand when people say, I don't know how to explain this. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to do the best that I can. It felt like I was walking... Like, things up close look super sharp. Things in the distance or silhouettes, they had this weird rhythm about them. Like, it wasn't fluid. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like you were watching a painting. Okay. Like, my environment. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, I enjoy the... Um, you ever hear the whole... I mean, that's a whole conversation with itself, too. Everything is waves. Yeah. Yeah. Situation. Like, uh, all that shit is interesting as fuck on, on drugs, I guess you can say. Um, um, sounds, music, uh, everything. Us. Fucking mm-hmm. everything known. The colors. Colors are all waves. I don't know if you know, you know about all that. Like, yeah. Yeah. How you have the three different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that crazy shit. Yep. Yeah. Sounds, um, all that wild stuff. So, like, I'm, I'm, I start like really peeking outside, and I'm watching all this, and I'm looking at the stars, and things are going in and out. Um, things are going, in, you know, stars are going in and out of the fucking existence, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And then we started playing with this laser. <laughs> we just, oh yeah, he brought that. It, laser, that was right? wild as hell. Yeah. Um, so we started actually heading back in. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know what? We're going to play some ads. We'll come back. I'll let you finish that story. Mm-hmm. Cool? Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, folks. When is the last time you tried a product and it was so damn good, you turned it around, looked at the back, tried to find a website, a phone number, something, and you actually reached out to that company? Uh, I had an energy drink, uh, Baja Lime Raise Energy. It was so damn good, I reached out to them and said, hey, is there any way possible I can get a discount code for the podcast? They instantly wrote me back and said, how's 15% off your entire order? So listen, you go to repsports.com, put everything you want in a cart, use the code word BURNBRIDGEPOD, it's all one word. At checkout, you get 15% off your entire order. That's repsports.com, use the code word BURNBRIDGEPOD, all one word, and you get 15% off your entire order. And we're back. Welcome from, back. Uh, our two little ads. We need to uh, get some new ads going soon. I agree. I want to redo that raised one. I'm getting tired of hearing the same thing as you guys are. 
Uh, we're probably eventually going to... We should redo the uh, anchor one when we do the barbecue. Yeah, we're... That'd be cool. Maybe have, like, everybody play a little, shout Play out a little popcorn. Get people, like, each person say one word. <laughs> see if we can go all the way around the circle. <laughs> <laughs> Download the <laughs> anchor <laughs> app... FM. Oh, that's like, ah, you had a drink. You fucked it up. <laughs> it would never happen. No, we'll no. never happen. We'd get trashed, bro. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we have to. Um, we still gotta buy that cake. For uh, we'll, we'll do that at the barbecue, the one year thing. We'll uh, all the money that we've made from oh. ads on here, we're gonna buy a cake for as much money as we made from just ads. I think so far it's only been what, like, twelve bucks. Yeah, let me check. Something like that. He's about that. Uh, I I need to post the. There's a link on Anchor FM slash the Burning Bridges podcast. You can actually donate money, and it would go right to our like ad account, pretty much. So if you want to donate, um, buy a bigger anniversary cake. I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, maybe we can get a little strawberry in the middle of the cake here. Yeah, maybe we can get some toppings. Some, some buttercream. Like yeah. Dry ass cake. That'd be good. Yeah, we only so, have 11.42. Yeah, I was going to say 11.42? So yeah. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, about like an eighth sheet cake. Okay. Yeah. I think we're, everyone's getting like a, a wedding slice of cake so far. They may get to look at it. it yeah. Depending Unless on... Like, we smash our face in it or something. something so we weird. need more listens. And if you feel great, we're going to need about, okay, we're averaging what, like 25 ish listeners? That's probably a high number. I'd say 21. 21. 21's a good number. About it's better than zero. 21 people a week. Um, let's get that to like 30. Can we get that to 30? Tell your aunt, your uncle, your stepdad, um, Everybody, uh, I, I I definitely want to. Uh, I guess I want something to show that we. Uh, I kind of want to give back to people that listen as well. Um, we should definitely get rid of those shirts. Yeah. By the uh, by the year. Um, by the end of the year. No, by. I don't know. I'm, this is all improvised, by the way. I didn't mm-hmm. think of any of this while we were um, on break here. Um, I, we'd have to count those shirts. We'd have to do some type of like inventory. inventory. Yeah. yeah. We've, That's fine. We've sold a good, uh, I'd say three quarters of them. I know I sold about seven. Did you? I sold about... Um, you sold the most, for sure. I sold well over 20 shirts. Yeah, yeah for sure. I've shipped some to different states. I've drove to people's houses and talked to them. <laughs> yeah. I've talked, I've taken shirts to people's houses, gave them the shirt, and then sat there with my foot on their step at their front door and talked for like two hours. Damn. Like, and I'm like, all right, I got to go deliver another shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I've went to Dunkin' Donuts and sold shirts to some friends. Like I, I knew that they were working, and I drove up and like, uh, you guys want to buy a shirt? I guess like, here I'll throw you some stickers too. Yeah, uh, that's 
Yeah, that was, that was that was fun. That was cool when that happened. Uh, so yeah, back to your story. So Sorry about that, where where were we at? So coming back, um, I'm at my peak right now. Okay. So I'm coming back from inside. Or, I'm sorry, I'm coming back from the back of the yard, coming to the house. And as I'm coming to the house, I remember looking at the chicken, you know, the the chicken coop, you know, my chicken coop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this long, probably 30 foot long chicken coop. And when I was looking back at it, I remember looking at the grass, it was super sharp. And then I look at the chicken coop, and it looks like this old Red Dead Redemption fucking <laughs> uh, loading screen. It was just like really old-timey, this old-timey chicken coop. And I'm like, that's new. And then I, just, I was like, oh, that's new. Okay, that's awesome. But I'm still feeling this nothing but everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, like... I'm seeing that um, I'm looking at my hand and I had my hand bunched up and then all of all of so I bite my nails and there's like little frillies around my fingers they started turning into rose petals that's cool I was like whoa but like my allergies were acting up so whenever I would wipe my eyes away it would go away so like I couldn't fully like immerse myself into like the visuals but basically when I'm when I was peeking I was seeing everything breathe whenever I stared at something it completely changed like I was staring at um oh man there was like oh I was we brought our switches and I had my controller right next to us my controller turned into a bat that was just laying there. A bat? A bat, bro. Like a baseball bat? No, like a like a Batman. Like bat. a Scooby Doo intro bat? Like squee squee bat. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay, like alright. And then again, like flying, my eyes. Flying puppy. Yeah, and then it was like a pro controller again. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking crazy. So I'm peeking, I'm like I'm just I just want to experience every single thing now. Like, mm-hmm. I see, I just saw my hand turn into a rose petal. I just saw my controller turn into a bat. Now I'm like, dude, I kind of want to go to another fucking dimension. And this is where DMT kicks in. <laughs> yeah, you guys, did all oh, this, you guys did all this weird shit. <laughs> dude. So I fucked up the DMT hit. Mm-hmm. Right, so my brother, me and my brother, uh, we did a dual trip, and DMT for anyone who doesn't know, it's called dimethyltryptamine. And basically, what this does is, it is probably the most profound visually visual trip that you will ever experience in your life, and it gets you there extremely quick. But the come, but it lasts maybe 15 minutes. Maybe 15 minutes. I had a buddy I used to work with that um, he did DMT and he said it was so... Um, what's the word I want to use here? The um, 
the effect of doing it was um, so wild. He said everything was all... goes back to what I was saying earlier about like mm-hmm. all the waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. He said everything around him was... Um, remember like um, the equalizer thing on like a radio? Yeah. And you could see like all the little bars jumping up and down and shit? Yeah. He said everything looked like that. Yeah. I mean... I know my brother... So... So basically what happens is when you take DMT or when you smoke it, mm-hmm. you want to essentially hold it for 30 seconds. So when mm-hmm. you inhale, you want to hold it for 30 seconds. While you're holding it, all that stuff that's in your lungs is going straight to your penile gland, gland in your brain. And that's where you have such the, those such powerful visions. I'm trying to get my third eye, bro. Dude, and I, I messed up the, the DMT hit. So I didn't break through. So when you break through, you are no longer in that room. You are no longer in the basement or whatever room you're in. You're in a totally different spot of whatever dimension you went. So you didn't go. Uh, you didn't go Ultra Instinct. I didn't go Ultra Instinct. No. <laughs> my brother, I saw him experience it, and I was like, Oh my god, I want to be there. But from my perspective from whatever I could do. Mm-hmm. So, alright, so you're supposed to hold it for 30 seconds. I took the hit, and it was from a bong. Now, I am very new to this, and I am conditioned to hit a bong, to hit it, and then let it go. Right? So, my instincts kicked in right there, and as soon as I realized I let it go too fast, I was like, fuck. So, it's still a little bit left. So, I rip it. Wasn't enough to break through, but it was Enough to where when I was holding it, my brother's face, when he said, hold it, my brother's face melted kind of like the Temple of Doom. (laughs) Okay. And I remember watching him, his face melted away. He was kind of gone. I was still in my basement, but it was transforming. And it was transforming into what looked like this like spaceship it was as if like I just saw all the wires come up from the ceiling and connect to the ceiling and Joel he turned into this like uh, lobster mermaid thing Okay. and I was like oh Okay, and I look over at my brother, and he is like, God damn, how can I explain his face? His face was like, he was staring off into something that only he could see. Now, when you guys were, um, I guess, coming down from, we'll just say everything. Mm -hmm. Um... Was it, uh, was your, like, was your anxiety high? Was your, like, did you, were you guys just, like, chilling until the shit wore off? Like, yeah. how, so, how, how late were you guys up? So, we, we left my, so we got to my dad's house probably around five. Mm-hmm. We left my dad's house probably around one. And that means we were pretty much done. So okay. it's five to six to one. 
6 to 1 a.m. I still had some residuals. But yeah, because I, I do remember seeing you guys texting, like, oh, I, you know, I'm in bed now. I'm okay. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are, like, checking in on each other. I was like, yeah. oh, that's, that's cute. That's sweet of you guys. <laughs> but basically, when I got home, that drive was, like, that was different. That was a different experience. Because, like, shadows seemed like and it was, holes. I'll, 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 I guess we'll have to say this. You, you guys were, like, you wasn't still high, no. I guess, in this situation. I guess that's the term I'd have to use. Um, no, I wasn't I wasn't seeing things. You, went, you wasn't still tripping? No. Okay. No, it was just a perception thing. Like, my mind was still trying to put things together. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, I didn't drive unless I felt safe to do so. Mm-hmm. It, basically, that's what happened. Um, then we went to go if, to the Taco Bell. If I ever, um, if I were to do a, a hallucinogenics again, and someone gave me keys and said, hey, can you drive here or there? I would purposely make it sound like that's about to happen. We're about to get in this car. And I'd go outside and throw my keys as far as fucking possible. <laughs> just to piss them off. Just to fuck up their high. Don't you ever ask me to fucking drive somewhere, dude. Go back upstairs. We're not done here yet. God damn it. But yeah. Sometimes I mean, you gotta be the, the, you know, the big guy in the room, I guess. Um, yeah, thank God I've never, like, I've definitely drove, driven home uh, a little tipsy. Yeah, I think we all have. Or uh, um, maybe a little, like, if, like, I definitely smoked a few, a blunt or two mm-hmm. and uh, drove home. And that music was so good on the way home. The window cracked a little bit. Fucking, uh. Old bluesy Led Zeppelin playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, but yeah, that, like that was a good. Uh, when I was driving, I felt more tired than anything. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely something I would do again. Hundred percent. Yeah, no one that I've ever heard. Um, that's taken now mind you we're not uh like i'm uh, i mean i can't speak for kenny or or joel joel's not here to speak for anything <laughs> but uh i'm not like pro drug i'm not pro uh cocaine mm-hmm. pro heroin any of that, anything that's killed any of your favorite singers or actors um pro synthetics Definitely against all that, but like when it comes to the hallucinogenics or like uh, anything like that, like weed and alcohol are, are, are my vices, but every so often I enjoy um, nice little trip, nice little little few mushrooms here and there. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, like, it's definitely something I'm not gonna be doing frequently. Yeah, like I like I tell people all the time, like um, I don't even take Tylenol. Right. I don't take Advil, none of that bullshit. Um, if if a, a shot of whiskey or, um, you know, a good J doesn't fix the situation, um, I'm going to just have to go to the fucking hospital, I guess. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, I try not to, like, 
take any drugs for any like headaches and stuff like that. I'll try and tough it out, but man, I know motherfuckers that are. Um, if you if someone finds out that you get Adderall, mm-hmm. they're your best friend. Where you ever meet any people like that? No. Oh my god, I told somebody that my my brother used to be on Adderall, and they they turned around like I like like I like I said the n word. And uh, <laughs> your brother got what? And the guy, uh, she, she's like, does he still get them? No, he doesn't. Like, don't fucking, don't come at me about no goddamn pills, man. Goddamn. Don't fuck with that shit. Yeah, it's uh, If I, trust me, if, if anyone knows who my grandma is, if I was a pill head, my grandma has, uh, she, my grandma had some top notch shit. And I, I didn't want her to take them. Damn. But I could have definitely paid the fucking rent mm-hmm. with my grandma's prescriptions, bro. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't. When I had the kidney stone, they prescribed me the oxys. Mm-hmm. I took one. Can't and I was do just it. like, just because the pain was so severe, I took one. And I was just like, this, this just made me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even. They gave. Uh, I, where was I? See my my thing is uh, like I like I was just telling you and Cindy I I'm not a, a regular doctor visit person. Mm-hmm. I am your normal generic white uh, cisgender cisgender male in America that doesn't go to the doctors normally. Um, so if something happens, I'll go to the ER. They're like, uh, oh, we're we're, we're going to give you uh, 800 milligram ibuprofen or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I need to take it? They're like, if you have pain, take take these. And uh, the one time they gave me fucking something and that shit, I felt like it wasn't like a drunk. But I was definitely fucking, I had... I had the nurses laughing. I had to, like, I got, I kept getting told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, yeah, I didn't like it. No. Mm-mm. I know too many people that got addicted to that shit. Um, to the point that they would, like, steal from motherfuckers, mm-hmm. like, loved ones. Just to get, just, just to get a high. Just to, yeah, just to feel drunk for a little bit. Can't yeah. do it. I never wanted to get to that point in terms of like any habits I form mm-hmm. I won't be stealing from the people I love for this temporary uh, this temporary coping mechanism that I'm indulging yeah like and uh going back to uh DMX <laughs> yeah what was the uh what was his drug of choice cause didn't he OD and go into, go into a coma and that what that was yeah he OD'd and um, had a heart attack, a massive heart attack. Mm. And that massive heart attack um, basically shot oxygen off to his brain. Mm. And that's how Put him in a vegetative state. state so. Yeah. So it had to be something extremely heavy, like heroin or coke or something. Yeah, it's cocaine. Was it cocaine? Mm. That's wild. And he said, well, you know, they didn't really... Actually, they don't have a pharmacology up yet. They're not going to have that for a long time. I give but it a few weeks. The last time, it was cocaine and oxy. Oh, he's mixing shit. Yeah, that sucks, man. 
So, uh, yeah, the moral of this episode is uh, just stick with uh, just stick with weed and mushrooms and LSD. Mm-hmm. Do LSD like fucking, I don't know. I guess I can't tell you. I don't want to get sued for nothing. Weed's fine. Weed's fine. Weed's I mean, fine. at least in Jersey, weed's fine. Weed's fine. Dude, you can do all that stuff in Portland. Just do. Uh, just go yeah, to Portland. Yeah, you can do anything in, and do in Oregon. You want. I forgot about that. And then you could join Antifa and then, you know. Yeah, yeah. and take over the fucking world. You just take over like six blocks. Oh, that's right. <laughs> was that in Seattle? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. That was cool. Hopefully, uh, next time you guys uh, get down, hopefully I'm available. We can all. Uh, yeah, for sure. Ride the snake. We, uh, if anything, definitely me and you got to do a something. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was episode 29. We hope everybody had uh, as much fun as uh, Joel Kenny did. For sure. For sure. I hope every, like, I think everyone should be able to experience that. And listen, if, if you're listening to this and you're a good friend, good fan, um, I want you to uh, personally write Joel. And tell him how horrible of a uh, host he is on a very popular podcast. Listen, you piece of shit. But you ever miss another episode again? I listen for you, Joel. I want you to tell him that. Like, you went on this episode, and it made me very upset. All right? And if you, if you don't listen, or if you don't show up again, you're losing a fan. And I want you to be... Use all caps, exclamation points, all that jazz. Um, I think we need to like. I'm gonna make him like one fuck Joel shirt. Fuck Joel. Yeah, like yeah. I like how we got you the fuck Kenny shirt. Okay. That that I'll do it at random. I'll figure something out. I feel like I'm still gonna get fuck Kenny though because he missed. He did. He missed that episode. Yeah. That was another episode he missed. The pep one. He was like, fuck Kenny. Yeah, but missing, I was like, I got you. Water fuck, just fuck Kenny, bro. So it was fun. Um, so yeah, episode uh, 29, episode 30 is next week. Hopefully all three of us are here. Yeah. Uh, follow us on uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz at, uh, at Burn Bridge Pod or uh, look us up at the Burn Bridges Podcast. Um, tell a friend, tell a cousin, tell a uh, creepy uncle that touches kids. Tell everybody about... Uh, our weird antics and stories and, and uh, all that jazz. And, uh, and tell them uh, to tell people. Tell them to tell people, yeah. And tell them that we're having a barbecue. Yeah. And uh, they're probably not invited. Um, look at the sheet cake for right now. Yeah. Look me up personally at, uh, at Ricky Isn't Funny, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, look me up, Ricky Pecork, on uh, Facebook. Uh, you could probably find how to spell my last name somewhere online. Uh, Kenny. Find me at Ken Wilson Comedy on Twitter um, and Kenneth Wilson on Facebook. Matter of fact, go to Joel. I'll put Joel shit on uh, at Joel Can't Dance or uh, what's his other one that he uses? I think it's at Joel Can't Dance. Go on his TikTok, watch his magic videos, heart all the videos for one. Yes. They're all they're all great. He's actually doing pretty good at that. Um, but comment on his videos. Like, oh, is this what you're doing when you're not recording? Like, I want you guys to get, like, 
I want you guys to get pretty nasty. I want to see. Uh, I want to see because Joe's not going to listen this far into this. <laughs> no. There's no way in hell. No. So uh, yeah, go in there, fuck with Joel, tell him how bad of a person he is, and uh, I want to see if he says something next week. We're not going to tell him, mm-hmm. and I want to see if he comes back next week. Like, yeah, I got a lot of heat on some of these. Things. They really, like, they really yeah, missed like, me on the last Fatback's episode. an asshole, bro. I didn't know Fatback was an asshole. Like, I want him to come to us with like... He's like, what'd you say, man? Yeah, yeah. What'd you say on the episode? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, follow Joel at uh, Joel Can Dance, Twitter. And uh, Instagram. Instagram, all that jazz. Um, no, what's the one he uses? Something Joel Tells that. Jokes. Joel Tells Jokes on Twitter. At Twitter, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, episode 29. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, and see you guys next week. See ya. Goodbye. See ya. Love you.